For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. It is time for us, those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton in studio. He is Jeff Smith, the mobile studio, flying the highways and byways of the state of Indiana this morning. And uh, we're going to talk about golf, of course. It's what we do. We oh, are. Those... Let's talk about fishing today. No, man, I, I don't know from fishing. I don't know anything about fishing either. I you do know. know this, though. It's very quiet. Uh-huh. Um, there's usually a, a, not a lot of people around. Uh-huh. Um, and there's not a lot of action. Yeah. Which yeah, I can be asleep for that. That's, that's it. So is sleeping, and sleeping is much better. You know, I, yeah. I keep telling people I love to catch fish. I just don't have the patience to wait for fish. So. You know, I can yeah. do that. I can do that fish in a barrel thing, but I'm not. The whole reeling them in thing is really oh, what you're no, doing. Not for me, man. Not for me at all. Uh, we are going <laughs> to talk, however, to a guy who who uh, was fishing in the ocean and saw a beach with a whole lot of plastic bottles and said, "We need to do something about this." And now makes golf shirts out of plastic bottles. What? Which is a bit of a simplification. <laughs> But his name's Tim Reddy. He's from all19holes.com. He's going to be on with us a little bit later on and describe how that works. Uh, and then we've got a gentleman coming up, uh, Ron Garland, who's the uh, the founder at Golf Nuts the Club. Golf Nuts the Club. You're, like people are golf, like they're nuts or about golf. That kind of golf. Nut? That that kind of golf nuts or golf club the nuts. I'm not sure which. It, I, the words are all out there. You put them in whatever order works for you. I guess we'll be fine. That's a golf club. We were going to, uh, during this hour, we will definitively decide what the specific date is for our first business golf live event at uh, Timbergate Golf Course with Jeff oh, yeah. and myself. And we will get that all taken care of today right here on those weekend golf guys. So we do suggest you hang out with us because there will be some tips, some uh, maybe just some off-the-cuff comments that turn your entire golf game around. Then again, maybe not. You never can tell. But uh, Jeff has been practicing. He's got some little tricks up his sleeve that he has uh, generously decided to impart to us. So that's what we're waiting for. We'll be doing all of that. We'll be talking with Tim Reddy, with Ron Garland, with Jeff Smith. uh, And we'll be talking about your shortcomings or whatever you want to call them on the course, too. We are those weekend golf guys, and we got a whole bunch of great stuff coming up. So we do ask that you just hang out with us for a couple of minutes because we're coming right back. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us. Facebook.com slash golf guys. It seems to be happening so much more often now when I play golf, but I'll get done with 18 holes and I'll come home and, you know, sit down, relax a little bit. And suddenly I get up and the knees hurt and it lasts for a couple of days now. So Omax Health, one of our sponsors, has been telling me to use this CryoFreeze CBD roll-on that they've developed for pain. So I said, well, I've got some. I might as well. What the heck, huh? It's triple action pain relief roll-on specifically formulated to block pain receptors to reduce inflammation and improve muscle and joint flexibility, which is exactly what I needed. It's a 100% natural CBD-powered remedy. It works its magic within 10 minutes of application. That's what it said on the label, and that's actually what happened. And it lasts for about eight hours at a time. It's called CryoFreeze. Go to omaxhealth.com and enter the code WEEKEND. That is O-M-A-X Health.com. Enter the code WEEKEND and you'll get 20% off CryoFreeze and anything else site-wide. You know, golfers, we love gear. It's a big part of our game and we put a lot of time and, and let's face it, a lot of money into getting it right. Whether we're researching our next irons or maybe even testing out some new tees. But there is one important piece of equipment that we overlook. Your golf cart battery. Most of us don't consider the quality of our battery. That, that is until it dies and we're stranded out in the middle of the course. 
That's why we want you to know about the Relyon Insight battery, the intelligent golf cart battery that utilizes intuitive software for better performance and fewer disconnects. The Relyon Insight battery is powered by lithium, not lead acid, so it charges faster, provides more range, and requires no maintenance. It's a drop-in replacement, so just connect and go. You can learn more at RelyonBattery.com slash GolfGuys and use our special promo code GolfGuys for 10% off. Plus, you'll get a free charger when you order two or more Insight batteries. Again, that's RelyonBattery.com slash GolfGuys and use promo code GolfGuys. And no other lithium battery compares to Relyon's. Order yours today. And we are those weekend golf guys, and we are here. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. Jeff, I, I told you I got a new golf bag sent to me, and, uh-huh. I, and I showed you the picture. It's a, it's one of those beautiful nice new one. Ben Hogan golf bags. I saw that. And um, the, you can you can see them all on our website, thoseweekendgolfguys.com. Ben Hogan just it's part of their product for the for this year, 2020. They're coming out with some new clubs, and they've got the new bags. They've got what do you call mine? A uh, staff bag. It's a, big staff, it's a big, gigantic staff bag. Yeah, and they've got the cart bags, and they've got the the Sunday bags, and all that kind of stuff with their logos and their names and everything. And it's just, I mean, it just looks very official. And you said what I should do since I have Ping clubs is maybe go to Ping and say, "Hey, why don't you send me a bag with your name on it?" And I did that research, and you know what I found out? What's that? Ping's the one that suggested Ben Hogan send me a bag. <laughs> Because <laughs> they said we so that way you'll start playing Ben Hogan. Clubs well, they said we yeah we we really not want to call That's attention fantastic. to the fact that you play ping clubs. <laughs> Matter of fact, we would prefer it if you didn't. Yes, in fact, take take all of our names off of it, okay? Our advertising would be much better if John Ashton is not playing ping clubs. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I have some friends at Ping that would thoroughly enjoy that because they may have had something to do with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly the way it works. So They've listened to our show. <laughs> They're happy that I'm not on staff with Ping. Yeah. <laughs> Let them go to the other company. <laughs> we'll just keep plugging right along. <laughs> so anyhow. Now I just want to thank the folks from uh, from Ben Hogan Golf for sending that along because it's really nice. And I needed a new bag. I think that's probably yes, one of the least, did. the least, well, maybe the most overlooked pieces of gear because by you, well, by a lot of people, a lot of people because <laughs> I mean bags are expensive. They really are. They're expensive. A lot of times it's a superfluous expense that you say, well, why should I spend this on the bag when I could, you know, use the bag I've used for the past twenty years and just take that money and buy better clubs. Because you're not styling. I know. You got a 20 year old beat up bag that's filthy. <laughs> Zippers are broken. There's Cheez Its all over the place. You got peanut butter stuck in the bottom of the ball pouch. <laughs> come on. You know, when, when you pull up to one of those golf courses where the attendants come out to where you park to get your clubs for you out of the trunk, and you say, no, that's okay, because you're embarrassed to have them see your bag, maybe that's yeah. a sign it's time to get a new bag. What do you think? Well, it's either that one or the fact when they see your bag, then they put up, they get the rubber gloves out. And then they say, All right, sir, I've got this. They get their little hazmat suit going. Yeah. <laughs> Carry that as far away from their body as they can. Uh-huh. I was talking, we were out at uh, South Park uh, Country Club here in, uh, in Louisville last weekend doing our first. We're back to doing live shows locally now. Um, so if you if you're in our area, you want to catch them. It's eleven o'clock Eastern Time on Big X Sports Radio. That's just a little plug for the local folk. But we're doing one, and it was a little too chilly to play. But we were hanging out with the pro. We had a little uh, brunch buffet that they've got there, and then we went in and checked out. He's got a brand new simulator in the uh, pro shop that he was very proud of, and was showing us all that. And we just got to talking about things, and he mentioned that buying clubs is something that you really shouldn't do off the rack. You should really get fit, which is something that you have preached ad nauseum here on this show. And it's absolutely correct. But he made a comment, and I just wanted to run it by you, because he said buying a new driver every year is ridiculous. Buying new irons every year is totally unnecessary. He said, however, every other year or so, you really should get new wedges. Really? What's your take on that, man? Chances are you're hitting your wedges a whole lot more often than all of your other irons. Right. I'd agree. Because you miss a lot of greens. Yeah, I'd agree. And therefore, the grooves wear down mm-hmm. a little bit more. 
Okay. And at the same time, you want to make sure that you've got the best grooves on your wedges that you can have. Right. Because on those 30 to 40 yard soft shots that you hit, it's tough to get a lot of spin to stop it. That's the reason that people should be replacing their wedges based on use. Yeah, that you know that does make sense when you when you explained it that way, you know? Yeah. It isn't just that the wedge guys are going, "Oh, we got to talk these people into buying more wedges." No, and yeah. they and they don't make them so that the grooves wear down any faster than other clubs, but let's just think about it. If you're just sitting on the driving range, let's say you're a driving range kind of golfer, right? Mhm. And then you've got your seven iron and let's say you love to just go to the range and bang balls with your seven iron and you do that for three months. What do you think the conditions of the grooves of the seven iron are going to be compared to the eight iron that you never hit? Yeah. It's going to be uh, substantially less. Yeah. So the point is, is that it's a really about how much use that you get and not the time that goes by. That makes perfect sense. Now, can you sharpen grooves effectively? Yeah, you can clean them out. There's guys that have this groove sharpening tool and they're Mm -hmm. cramming them in the grooves and gouging away and grinding away and see if they can, you know, dig them out a little bit. But the truth is, is that they're not touching the surface grooves that get worn down. The surface grooves are the ones that milling on the face. And a lot of grooves are, you know, a lot of, a lot of golf wedges have milling on the face Mm -hmm. as well as the grooves and the milling wears down. Milling wears down, and then you lose the spin because you know the the best wedges really provide the most friction, and so it's got to be usually the milling and the grooves combination gives you quite a bit of friction. You know, I've also been told that it came as quite a shock that you're supposed to like clean those clubs every once in a while. <laughs> I know it's kind of funny. It helps. It helps because you know when you just have all the that dirt just caked in there, and the yep. grass just just caked in there. Yep. And then all of a sudden, you've got this hard, slick surface that's going to touch your ball as opposed to the one that you really wanted, which was a hard, rough type surface right. that hits your ball. And you'll be able to actually stop it and you know, control it better. One of those neat little things that you ought to try, John. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I might do that. And I you gotta- haven't cleaned your clubs in so long that it might require sandblasting. <laughs> it might. <laughs> it might. Just yeah. pointing something out there. Yeah, or power yeah. washing. I can do the power washing well, you might thing. try some, I'm thinking some really hot water <laughs> and, a, and a scrub brush and see see how you can pull that off. Okay. Let's try that first. Let them soak. Hot water, do its thing. Yeah, well, that was going to be my question. Seriously, though, is, is what is the best technique? Because I don't have a caddy who washes, carries a damp towel with, with him whenever he carries my clubs around, of course. And I can't hand him a club after I swing with it and hit a ball with it and have him clean it. So, so you're like most people then. So then I'm like most of us. Yeah. Yeah. So, so here's what most of the most of us do. Okay. Like apparently all but one of us in the most of us crowd. <laughs> okay. Is, is we actually, you know, we use water and, uh, and a scrub brush. And sometimes the scrub brushes are, you know, like firm little plastic bristles. And some people use those ones with little brass bristles. Yeah. And yeah. some people use that hot water thing. And they use a towel mm-hmm. and they just get that stuff out of there. They just clean the face, clean the grooves, and they do it. And oddly enough, some of us even do it you know, when we're on the golf course. That would be most of us of the most of us. We actually do it on the golf course by using a scrub brush uh, right after we hit the shot. We might just wipe wipe it off, with, you know, like said, wet towel and, yeah. and wipe it off. Yeah. Get that going. Some of us use a little brush there. Yeah. Right? I've even seen people, done it myself, on wet golf courses. Uh, early in the morning or just, you know, when it's wet because it's raining, drag the club face, the head of it, uh, in the wet grass. And all of a sudden, I think it's a whole lot cleaner. Yeah. Uh, except also when when you're playing in the same conditions that lead to uh, numerous patches of wet grass, you also have numerous patches of um, mud. Yeah, and, I know. And a lot of times, unless you have you water. distinguish those two. The grass is usually grass. Yeah. And the mud is usually um, mud. mud. But a lot of times and when the course is wet. Yeah, a lot of times, though, when the course is wet, there's mud underneath that grass. And uh, some of us take too much mud or too much grass or whatever. Anyhow, and when you take a towel to try to wipe that off, all you do is smear the mud all over the face. It, I would just like to start a... Uh, Clearly, a, you're not an expert in cleaning your gloves. No, I'm not. I like to start a movement because the the best courses I play at all have the, the uh, club cleaning and the ball cleaing doodad on the bumper of the cart. Seen that? That is amazing, and I think everybody should do that. 
every club. I'm going to start a movement. I'm amazed at the fact that you even know of the existence of those, because by looking at your clubs, I would never know that you had ever seen one. <laughs> I just don't play at too many clubs that use them. You know, what can I say? We're going to be talking with uh, Tim Redding from all19holes.com coming up next. Stick with us. We're all those weekend golf guys. If you're in sales, you know that people buy things from people they know, they like, and they trust. It can take forever to build that kind of a relationship unless you use golf. Business golf is the quickest way to build trust. TheBusinessGolfCourse.com. Go there now and check it out. I want to talk to you about my wife. She is a critical care nurse, works four 12-hour shifts a week at the hospital. Her niece hurt. And she's tried the Icy Hots and the Bengays of the world only to say, yeah, I got 20 minutes of relief. That pain is right back again. So I got this bottle of stuff in the mail. This is Omax Health. It's called CryoFreeze CBD. They developed it at Omax Health. It's a non-prescription triple action pain relief roll-on, specially formulated to block pain receptors, reduce inflammation, and improve muscle and joint flexibility. All right. So she rolled it on and went to work, came back in the morning. And you know what she said to me? It works. Olmax Health is offering our listeners 20% off a full bottle of Crypto Freeze Pain Relief Roll-On, plus free shipping. Now, the discount also applies to anything, any product site-wide on their website. Just go to OmaxHealth.com today. Enter the code WEEKEND and take advantage of this incredible savings. That is O-M-A-X-Health.com and enter the code WEEKEND. You'll get 20% off Cryo Freeze and anything else site-wide. OmaxHealth.com. You know, golfers, we love gear. It's a big part of our game, and we put a lot of time and, and let's face it, a lot of money into getting it right, whether we're researching our next irons or maybe even testing out some new tees. But there is one important piece of equipment that we overlook, your golf cart battery. Most of us don't consider the quality of our battery. That That is until it dies, and we're stranded out in the middle of the course. That's why we want you to know about the Relyon Insight battery, the intelligent golf cart battery that utilizes intuitive software for better performance and fewer disconnects. The Relyon Insight battery is powered by lithium, not lead acid, so it charges faster, provides more range, and requires no maintenance. It's a drop-in replacement, so just connect and go. You can learn more at RelyonBattery.com slash GolfGuys and use our special promo code GolfGuys for 10% off. Plus, you'll get a free charger when you order two or more Insight batteries. Again, that's RelyonBattery.com slash GolfGuys and use promo code GolfGuys. And no other lithium battery compares to Relyon's. Order yours today. Hey, thanks for hanging. Thanks for coming back. We are those Weekend Golf Guys. I'm John Ashton here in studio. On the line with us, Tim Reddy from all19.com. Okay, so All19holes.com. All19holes.com. I knew that. And uh, Jeff, you're with us on the line now. You you, you pop your head in the phone. Say hi to Tim from all19holes.com, man. All 19 holes? Yeah, all 19. You are a true golfer. You're going to play all 19. All well, 19, all, all day, every day. The question I really have about this all 19 holes thing, is this a, a golf course thing, or is this one of those things that you can find in Las Vegas? <laughs> uh, it's. I think it's a golf course thing for now, but who knows where the shirts end up. <laughs> okay, just <Yes>. check it. <laughs> no, nothing at all. <laughs> Tim, to make sure. Tim, you've yeah. got, you've got a, a line of golf clothing. Now, I want to ask you the first question is – what were you thinking? I mean, it's not like there's anybody else in the golf clothing business already, you know? Right, right. So, so, <clears throat> well, um, this this all started at my golf club, and I joined a golf club, and and we affectionately call it a dive bar with a golf course in front of it. <laughs> um, okay. uh, uh, and there's a group of people that would always, you know, play nine holes or play 18 holes and then end up. Um, on the patio at the club, smoking cigars and just kind of congregating. And, and there's all these different kinds of people, just a, a cross section of, of humanity, I guess you can say women, men, everyone smoking cigars, not drinking cocktails, drinking Cokes or whatever. And, and I thought this is great. And it's a really a, a lot of camaraderie there. So mm-hmm. what I wanted to do was make a shirt for the patio. And since it's the 19th, I wanted to call it all 19 holes. So I went and I had my son design a logo for us which is what we call our legacy logo now. We have a new logo that has uh, the one nine with all underneath it. But the old one was just a flag with a 19 in the flag with a little green. And uh, we would wear those around the course. And I would I would just sell them one off to, to some of the membership and started to get some traction. Mm. So I thought, well, this is really interesting. So 
I went into the trademark office and trademarked all 19 holes and then started getting a little serious about this. All the meanwhile, you know, selling shirts, selling shirts, selling shirts at my golf course. And people, they, they like it. A friend of mine thought, well, let's, you know, what about sustainability? And, and it, I, I think it's really important. And I, it, it recalled a, a time when I was fishing in uh, the East Cape in, in Cabo and um, down in Rancho Leonaro. I don't know if you know where that is, but north, just north of there, there's a, a desolate beach. There's nothing there. And we took those quads over there. And that shoreline was littered with plastic bottles. It was disgusting. So there, there's got to be a way to get those plastic bottles off the shore, out of landfills and, and into something that, that could be useful. So um, we've devised a, a, a fabric that uh, recycles, depending on the size, between like, I mean, I guess maybe eight to 15 bottles, uh, plastic bottles that come off of the, the ocean and out of a landfill and into this shirt. And that's that's sort of where we are now. And we're, wow. we're thinking, you know, trying to get sustainable products. Um, and we see that uh, this fabric is one by recycling the bottles. And, and two, we see a fabric, which is a bamboo blend, which is another good one. And we have an offering in, in a sock right now called the uh, sock of champions, we call it. Um, and it's made of 70% bamboo and it's, it's moisture wicking, antimicrobial, really, really good fabrics and, and really high tech fabrics, I think. So that's, that's kind of where we are right now. We just introduced this eco polo and, uh, we're excited for its future. Did you know that you could make fabric out of plastic bottles before that? Or did you pick up a plastic bottle and say, wow, can somebody make me a fabric out of this thing? We had an idea. I mean, people, when I tell them, uh, this I say, you know, I'll wear the shirt and I'll say, this is made out of plastic bottles. And their their jaws drop, first of all. And then they said they always want to touch it. And they touch it. It's like, this doesn't, it's just a, a golf shirt. It's like a performance fabric golf shirt with a like a waffle weave in it. And they're, they're shocked that they can, they, they we can recycle bottles and make them into a shirt. So did we think, well, we want to do this and, and we're, we're not the loom, but we definitely called out a spec to make, to get the fabric made. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were lucky to find someone that makes the yarn that we can uh, make into a, a fabric and, and offer to, uh, to our customers. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. It's, and, and bamboo socks. That's, that's another, <laughs> another source you would not expect to have a nice soft feeling fabric made from. You know? It's funny. Yeah, I'm you thinking know. the whole socks and underwear thing made out of something that you're thinking. I'm going to get a splinter. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. I know. You think you think bamboo. It's like, wow, that's hard. And how can they possibly make a fabric that's soft out of out of that? Now, I will say that I, I was on Amazon or something, and I saw this review for bamboo sheets, and and it said, just don't ask questions, just buy the sheets. And you know what? I did. And I tell you, they were really thin, and uh-huh. and they are super soft. Okay. Super soft. And it gave me some ideas. And, I, you know, I had these socks made uh, with, uh, uh, you know, their, their 19 hole flags. They're on the website yeah. um, and, and they're 19 hole flags. We'll do some more patterns down the road. But for now, it's gray sock and it's 70 percent bamboo. And, and they're really they're they're great performance socks. They're thin. They're not super thick like a like a cotton uh, sock, but they're way more absorbent and they're antimicrobial. So honestly, the socks don't stink. And a friend of mine said, <laughs> I have the smelliest sh- feet in the world. And I gave him a pair and I said, wear them for a few weeks. And he wore them and I saw him over the weekend. He says, these are great. My feet didn't stink. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so it's a really good material and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's moisture uh, wicking as well. And it, right. it's, you know, that's, that's kind of where we are with the socks. And then with the um, recycled plastic bottles, it's a you know, sustainability thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and you know what? The fabric is a really nice fabric and it looks really nice. So cool. that's that. Yeah. So after you started selling on the, on the patio at your club, did you start just like going around, you know, club to club in the neighborhood, selling stuff out no. of the back of your car? Or no. Go no. right to the website. Uh, we, huh? we, just start, we just shipped it into gear and, um, you know, we, we made uh, some shirts that we are in production on some shirts, more shirts now. And, um, and we just made the introduction and we're just, we're going to go try to do uh, direct to consumer. And if there's some distribution channel that's interested, we'd certainly listen. You know, it is sustainability, but it's also we want to represent the the social fabric of the game of golf and um, and everything that goes around that. So that's that's sort of what we're thinking. And if we can also get a sustainable option in, in our mix, then fantastic. And, and that's that's what we strive to do. Tim Reddy from all19holes.com, our guest. And uh, what you do before this, Tim? Well, I have a, an interesting history. So uh, I ran a technology company, um, and uh, and we ended up 
selling the name. This was in the professional video business. So we'd sell to production broadcasters and post-production stuff. Um, and we had a product that I, I designed and it was, it was an up converter down converter. So it made like an X, you know, the like up converter down converter X. And, and we had to come up with a name. So I came up with this name, Xbox, um, <laughs> just sitting on my couch at home with a beer in my hand, if I recall. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, and Microsoft was a client of ours at that time. And they, uh, I told them, Hey, we're making this product is called, we call it the Xbox. And, um, about three weeks later, they called me and they said, Hey, it, the, their legal department called and said, Hey, we, we like that name. Um, could we buy it? And I said, well, yeah, uh, sure. Um, at this time, this company was 30 employees big and we, uh, you know, we, cash flow was all over the place. We had to go to a trade show. I had to pay for health insurance and I'm the president of this company thinking I need cash. So I, I threw a proposal out, which was absurd because they hung up on me. Uh-huh. Um, but they, we eventually made a deal. Um, and I did sell them the name Xbox and then they went off. They called it the Blender Project at that point, and then they uh, went off and, and uh, announced this uh, Xbox Game Station. And and at that point, I said, "I'm out of this technology business. I couldn't do it anymore." Yeah. So, uh, so I was out of there, and then and then um, just sort of transitioned into real estate, uh, owning a, a real estate brokerage, which I still own today, um, which is successful and and um, in Southern California, and um, and that's and then you know the introduction into the. Uh, into the apparel business, which is fun and exciting and, and learning a lot along the way. And it gives you an ex- extra excuse to play more golf. Yeah, I stink. I'm, you know, I read through your bio. <laughs> you don't have to We're be fun. good, man. Just as long, <laughs> just as long as you're out there, man, that's all that counts. That is all that counts. I, u- I used to be decent, but <laughs> my index has gone way up. Just working um, too hard. huh? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I don't, or just getting too old. I don't <laughs> Uh, I but I enjoy it. It's fun. Yeah, it is fun. No matter. It's, it's you know, it's a lot like a few other things we can mention, but we won't. That you don't have to be good at to really, really enjoy. So, there you go, good man. <laughs> yeah. All right, Tim <laughs> Ready. It's all nineteen holes dot com. It's sustainable fabrics, and and I mean they've got a shirt there. They're pushing. It's made out of plastic bottles, and it doesn't yep. make that crinkly sound when you move your arms or anything. It's great. It's, it's yeah, it's super soft. Um, we'll have to get one to you, John. Uh, you, you would be a, a shock, really, at, at, at the, the supple. It's soft. It's beautiful. It's great-looking shirt. It has a proper collar. You know, I designed this shirt. This is our own pattern, our own design. Mm-hmm. And I've had a lot of different golf shirts, and some of them are goofy, and some of them are nice. Yeah. Um, and this one it really takes the elements of all, uh, a lot of them, into one shirt. So it has a proper collar. So, you know, after a round, it's it, and it, antimicrobial, so it doesn't smell. And, you know, you can put a, a sport coat over it, and the, and the collar is going to be a proper collar under your sport coat if you mm-hmm. need to go uh, have some cocktails or have some dinner with uh, friends or, or your wife or your partner or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it really holds up. It holds up well, you know, for on the course and off the course. And, and that's another uh, sort of marching orders for us is to make yeah. sure they look good at the 19th hole. Especially if you're if you're one yeah, of those businesses. I, I need that because, you know, I'm standing out on the range teaching golf and not they're basically just cooking in my own stew. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I could use a, a couple of antimicrobial waffle leaf shirts. I like red and I like royal blue. Just <laughs> Royal blue. Okay. I'm, out, I'm, a, I'm a large. <laughs> right now, um, right now we have, it's a, it's a heather blue, um, uh, which is the contrast. And then the main body of the shirt is white. Um, awesome. We, we will have a black version um, of the shirt with where the main is black and then the, the uh, contrast will be a different color. Um, so right now, um, and really on the other side of that heather blue is a vivid blue. Uh, it's a two-sided material on the, on the contrast. So it's a vivid, like a royal blue. It looks really good. So maybe we'll get one of those to you, Jeff. You know. Ooh, I'd like that. Sounds good to me, man. All right, okay. Tim Reddy, all19holes.com. Check it out. And uh, and glad to see that you're uh, you're one of us as far as the golf uh, acumen goes there, Tim. Keep up good. the good work, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, anytime, John and Jeff. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Yeah, and, it certainly has, uh, man. Keep us yeah, in mind, if anyone man. Wants, if anyone wants to buy the shirts, it's at all19holes.com. Sounds good to me. Tim Reddy, all19holes.com. Thank you much, sir. And we'll talk to you later with these weekend Thanks, golf. guys. You want to see how great a golf instructor Jeff Smith really is? It's very easy. $5golfclub.com. The number $5golfclub.com. It seems to be happening so much more often now when I play golf, but I'll get done with 18 holes and I'll come home and, you know, sit down, relax a little bit, and suddenly I get up and 
the knees hurt, and it lasts for a couple of days now. So, Omax Health, one of our sponsors, has been telling me to use this CryoFreeze CBD roll-on that they've developed for pain. So I said, well, I've got some. I might as well. What the heck, huh? It's triple action pain relief roll-on specifically formulated to block pain receptors to reduce inflammation and improve muscle and joint flexibility, which is exactly what I needed. It's a 100% natural CBD-powered remedy. It works its magic within 10 minutes of application. That's what it said on the label, and that's actually what happened. And it lasts for about eight hours at a time. It's called CryoFreeze. Go to OmaxHealth.com and enter the code WEEKEND. That is O-M-A-X Health.com. Enter the code WEEKEND and you'll get 20% off CryoFreeze and anything else site-wide. And thanks for hanging and coming back. We are those Weekend Golf Guys. I'm John Ashton in the studio. Ron Garland. From Golf Nuts, the club, golfnuts.org. Man, what do you have to do to qualify to be a golf nut, Ron? Well, I don't know that you need to qualify. (laughs) What makes us unique uh, is that uh, our website and my blog posts don't talk about Rory's uh, golf swing or Brooks's new golf shoes or Mm -hmm. what Tiger's doing this week. We talk about the rank-and-file golfer. What has a golfer who has no chance of ever winning a PGA Tour event done that uh, can get them their 15 minutes of fame. That's really, exactly. I guess, the the short, the long and short of it. And that is, uh, and Ron, you that's just ex- have to love golf. That's it, and that is exactly what what drew us to you because we have the same philosophy. Because this is like the only golf radio show in the world that doesn't care about the PGA Tour. They don't care. You it's know, a perfect we, match. Yeah, perfect we, match. We'll tell people there's three there's three pros we talk about. One. Justin Thomas, because we know his dad and he's from town here in Louisville, where we are. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about, um, Tyler Duncan because he's won his first PGA tour event and he's been a, a student of my co-host Jeff Smith since Tyler was in the seventh grade. And we'll talk about Thor Bjorn Olison on the uh, European tour just because his name is fun to say. Other than that, we don't care. We don't talk about anybody else. Yeah. So, so here's a couple, here are a couple of rank and file golfers that I've known throughout the years. Uh, going way back, a guy named Howdy Giles was a Arnold Palmer fanatic. I mean, he, he, uh, Doc Giffen, Arnie's uh, sidekick, his, his PR guy, uh, said that Howdy has his home decorated in early, middle, and late Palmer. And he wasn't <laughs> kidding. And he, he just lives for, he li- lived for anything Arnie did. He literally became Arnie's best friend over time. He bought a place at Bay Hill uh, right across in the in the cul-de-sac right across Marnie and he would sit up on his deck whenever Arnie was working in his garage with the garage door open he'd sit there and sip cocktails and watch Arnie work on his clubs <clears throat> he was a dentist he is a dentist mm-hmm. and uh, Arnie had a dentist but Howdy said look if anything ever happens that dentist I'd love to be your dentist Arnie said you have a deal well a short time later I don't know how short I don't think it was the next day or the next week but the dentist died and Arnie became, I'm sorry, Howdy became Arnie's dentist. Mm-hmm. He took a lot of heat from his friends, like, what'd you do to that dentist? But the <laughs> fact of the matter is, he became Arnie's dentist, and Arnie would come into, into town. This is when uh, um, Howdy was living in the summertime up in Delaware. And then in the, in the winter, he had his place right across the cul-de-sac. Anyway, Arnie would come in, and, and Howdy would work on his teeth and steal a little bit of the gold from his fillings and not tell Arnie <laughs> until he had enough to make a gold ball marker. Oh, no. He finally had enough, and he went down to the bank and, and uh, rented a safe deposit box, went over to the store and bought some black velvet, put the black velvet in the box, put the ball marker right in the middle of the black velvet, closed it and locked it, and that's where it is to this day. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> that's crazy. So that, that's something that Brooks Kepka has never done. <laughs> And here's something else that Brooks Kepka has never done. Yeah. Or or Rory or JT or Tyler Duncan, both of which are great golfers. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm thrilled to hear that you guys have a close relationship with them. I watch every tournament on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And that here's what they haven't done. Any big name you want to pick. Scott Houston was a newspaper writer up in Connecticut, got tired of the job, moved to Monterey, became the executive director of the Monterey Peninsula Chamber of Commerce, until he couldn't stand that anymore, because <clears throat> he kept looking out the window at the beautiful weather, right. he heard that you could be a caddy at Pebble Beach. And so he went over and applied, got the job, became their number one caddy. Well, in the meantime, 
Arnold Palmer's group bought Pebble Beach. And uh, when he would come to town, the number one caddy would get to caddy for him. And so Scott Houston got his chance to caddy for Arnie. One day, they're on the 18th hole, and he and um, Arnie stuffed it like three feet. And Scott uh, gave him his putter, took the seven iron, uh, picked up the divot, and instead of replacing, he put it in his in his pocket of his jacket, his white you know his white right. caddy jacket. Yeah. Took it home, put it in a in a pot, and nurtured it for five years, and uh, including water and Coors Light, and it finally died. But he had <laughs> Arnie the divot in his home uh, in a flower pot, and that's out on our website as a video. It's a magnificent video, about two about two two and a half minutes. It'll make people. A laugh till they cry. So I, I don't think uh, Rory McIlroy's ever done that or ever will. <laughs> no, probably not. No, it's, you know, it's been done. But you want to, um, real quick, maybe on a, a semi-serious note, talk about Connecticut and Arnie Palmer in the same sentence. How do you think he'd react to the golf channel moving up to Stanford, Connecticut? That, that bastion of golf, Stanford, I Connecticut. I, I didn't know that. He, yeah. Are they moving it up there? They're moving it. They're moving everything. Lock, stock and barrel from Orlando, he Florida to Stanford, Connecticut. He wouldn't like it. No, not at all. No, the king would not like that. Not at all, man. This no. Here's man. another good one. Um, Ken Hole. I'm going to tell you two Kens real quick. Ken okay. Hole. I I call him A T S C L. That's what in my in my my email. That's his name. A T S C L. All time swing change leader, planet Earth. <laughs> I, I I played a lot of golf with him, and uh, he never goes a single round of golf where he doesn't change his swing at least three times. His all time record is six. And so in the um, round, in the round, yeah, in the <laughs> round. And he's just so much fun. I, one day I said, I said, Ken, I said, uh, I can help you with your swing. He said, why would I want to do that? The most fun I have is changing it. So that was the end of that. <laughs> and then another Ken, this is real recent, <clears throat> a good friend of mine here in Arizona. Um, very, very good player. Um, uh, Arizona Golf Hall of Fame, uh, 10 time player of the year in the, as an amateur, mm-hmm. uh, still an amateur. Uh, he beat his age by a shot. Now that wouldn't be a big story, except that he is 63. Ooh. Yeah. And he had a double bogey that day. Whoa. And two months earlier, he texted me to tell me that he was going to change his swing. Okay. And a week later, he texted me and said, I'm back to my old swing. Well, it's a good thing. <laughs> so even though he's a great player, he's also a golf nut. Yeah. So they come they come in all flavors. They do. They come in all flavors. I mean, all of us are golf nuts, whether we, you know, really stink at the game or we love the, you know, red at the game, stink at we love it. That's the big thing. I, I took the uh, quiz on your yeah. website. How'd you do? <laughs> I did okay. <laughs> I passed with flying colors, you know? But <laughs> but there were three questions that I loved. And and I, I answered yes to all of them. And and there, there's some stories here you might like. Number seven. I'd love it. Number seven says, I played in rain last year. Yes or no? Well, duh. Yes. <laughs> you know, why not? You know? Any self-respecting golf nut should answer yes to that. That's right. I, I mean, some guy told me once, he said, I drove by a course and it was pouring rain and, and three of my friends were out there playing golf and I, I got really upset with them. I said, what are they crazy? They didn't call me. That's, you know. <laughs> there was a, there was room for a fourth. That's it. Number eight, I played in a sto- snowstorm last year. Wasn't quite last you year. Did. It was the year before. But we have a little race out here every year called the Kentucky Derby. I think you might have heard of it. I think I have. And they have a, a Kentucky Derby festival, which is a two-week-long party, basically, that precedes the, the race. And it kicks off with uh, the Kentucky Derby Festival Golf Scramble. And we were lucky enough to play in the Golf Scramble. It's a pro-am. We we're having a lot of fun. But it was 38 degrees and snowing at, at the time we were supposed to uh, tee off. Half, but you had a tee time. We had, a, had tea a tee time. time. We had a pro who was playing with us. I mean, it was golf, man. You know? We, yeah, we, yeah, you... If you have a tea time, you show up. That's it. Exactly. And then number nine, I can't believe this question was in there and I actually got to say yes. It says, I played in a category one or two hurricane. Now, it wasn't, <laughs> it was not last year because we don't get that many hurricanes in Kentucky, but, um, I forget which one it was. I, I think it was, it was about maybe seven or eight years ago now. It was the year that, that the, um, um, PGA Championship was played at Valhalla here in town. And the week prior to the, well, the week of actually, the Sunday, Hurricane Ike came through 
we were playing in a scramble. We were ducking tree limbs. We were ducking trash barrels that were being blown around the course. Well, uh, you know, that's a trick question, and nobody should be answering yes to that I, question. I know. I know. That's what I figured. I said, I wonder if I'm the only person that have ever answered yes to this question. I think so. But then again, <laughs> I, I can't tell you how great it feels to hit a three-wood 320 yards. <laughs> you can do that with an 80-mile-an-hour wind at your back. I have I proven so. it. <laughs> First of all, uh, congratulations on being the only person in history to answer the, yes to that question. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. But I, I would like to tell you about two celebrity nuts. I don't know how much time we have left. This is real short. We got plenty. Uh, LT and MJ, Lawrence Taylor. I had the, the pleasure of playing golf with him once. Mm -hmm. And you know how he used to talk to himself to get himself pumped up when he's across the line from somebody and he's got to get that quarterback uh -huh. talk and talk, get himself all jacked up and, and throw that lineman out of the way to get his hands on that quarterback. Well, guess what? That's exactly what he does on every golf shot. Oh, okay, LT, come on now. LT. You can do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I got the biggest kick out of that. And then M Michael Jordan, I also had the great pleasure of playing golf with him. And one time I was part of this. I was part of the first 24 hours, first first half of the 24 hours. He was in Portland, Oregon, and he played 99 holes in less than 24 hours Whoa. in two different cities. So he played 45 holes with me and a couple other guys in Portland, Oregon, boarded a flight, flew all night to Chicago got out of the plane, drove over to uh, Olympia Fields, uh, where he teed up with Chip Beck. Beck only lasted another 36 holes, but Michael played another 54 holes. So in 24 hours, he played 99 holes wow. in two different cities, half a country apart. Jeez. Now that is a golf nut. And a lot of people will remember this. You probably will. He was a no-show for his 1988 MVP award. It was held in Chicago, and he was in Pinehurst. He didn't tell anybody. He just didn't show up. He was playing golf in Pinehurst. Now, yeah. now that's a that's a golf nut. It is a golf nut. Our uh, my my co-host Jeff was playing um, a couple of years ago down at uh, Streamsong right after the PGA show in Orlando, and he went over there to play. And they basically uh, everybody had to duck because his helicopter came in and landed, and it was Michael Jordan who got out. And yeah, the one and only Michael Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. He somebody told me that in his golf bag, he first of all he marks his used to at least probably still does mark his golf ball with $25,000 poker chips. <laughs> and and um, somebody said, wow, where'd you get that? And he says, right out of here in the bottom of my bag. And he reached in and grabbed a whole handful of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, when you're just too darn rich to even worry about cashing them in, man. I think I'd keep that zipped and I'd have a lock on it. <laughs> what the heck? That's it. So Ron Garland, Golf Nuts, the club. And it's a club that you can get into if you're a golf nut. And you don't have to be famous. You just have to be crazy about golf. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be nuts about golf. That's We're it. out at golfnuts.org, by the way. You'll find us there. Right. Uh, I have a, I don't, again, I don't know how much time's left, but I want to leave you with a sneak preview of coming attractions. Certainly. Uh, so during Masters Week, the, first of all, back to the Arnie the Divot, uh, Scott Houston. It's one, it's probably my fav favorite story. And it is on film. And I have another video coming out featuring uh, a another golf nut. We're gonna we're going to launch it on uh, Monday of Masters Week out of golfnuts.org. It'll be on the blog, and it's about a guy named Jim Whittemore. I'm not going to mention anything else. It's the 20 year anniversary of something that happened to him at Augusta National, and it is historic. Fantastic. We can go and we can follow along. We can uh, follow the blog. I mean, it's a, it's a fun website. It's a fun idea. It's a fun organization. I'm going to have to get down, out to Arizona someday and play golf. Let's tee it up. Let's tee it fun. up. That'd be great. Sure. Yeah. Way. If you're, if you're, if you're nuts about golf, you'll fit in. Anybody that, that just loves golf, That's they'll it. enjoy the website. They'll also enjoy the stories yeah. and they'll enjoy the fellowship with other golf. It's, it. we, we call it golf's 19th hole. Yeah, and I love to drink heavy. So there you go. I'll fit in with hey, all you. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Ron Garland, golfnuts.org. Man, it's it's way too short a time. We're going to have to come come back and get get some more stories from you later on down the road here. Do appreciate Always available, John. Thanks so much. Uh, thank you, man. Appreciate you spending some time with us here on those weekend golf guys. I want to talk to you about my wife. 
She is a critical care nurse, works four 12-hour shifts a week at the hospital. Her niece heard. And she's tried the Icy Hots and the Bengays of the world only to say, yeah, I got 20 minutes of relief. That pain is right back again. So I got this bottle of stuff in the mail. This is Omax Health. It's called CryoFreeze CBD. They developed it at Omax Health. It's a non-prescription triple-action pain relief roll-on, specially formulated to block pain receptors, reduce inflammation, and improve muscle and joint flexibility. All right, so she rolled it on and went to work. Came back in the morning, and you know what she said to me? It works! Omax Health is offering our listeners 20% off a full bottle of CryptoFreeze pain relief roll-on, plus free shipping. Now, the discount also applies to anything, any product, site-wide on their website. Just go to OmaxHealth.com today. Enter the code WEEKEND and take advantage of this incredible savings. That is O-M-A-X-Health.com. And enter the code WEEKEND. You'll get 20% off CryoFreeze and anything else site-wide. OmaxHealth.com. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golfguys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us, facebook.com slash golfguys. All right. Well, it's been quite a, uh interesting hour together this morning here with uh, sure r19.com and the, and the golf nuts, the club. I mean, making golf shirts out of plastic bottles. Bamboo in your socks. Yeah, that's, you know, good way to limp around the course. But anyhow, I guess it works for them. Going to have to check it out. And you can at all19holes.com or at um, golfnuts.org. So Yeah, that uh, sounds pretty cool. It does, man. want you to pay attention, strict attention to us every time we're on. If you miss us, you can always go to thoseweekendgolfguys.com and find us there. You can always go to facebook.com, find us there, follow along there. And uh, we're, we've got some more live Facebook Live stuff coming up in the not-too-distant future that you do not want to miss. We have a new website that you need to take advantage of. It is called thebusinessgolfcourse.com. And you want to go there and uh, make sure when the webinar that you need to check out on how to uh, properly use business golf. There's two groups of people, man. Those who play golf who need to learn how to use it effectively for business and those who don't play golf. And those people need to learn how to use it. And we can teach you between what I know and what Jeff knows. He can teach you how to get out there on the golf course and not make a fool of yourself. He can teach you how to become very proficient at one particular thing. Go to thebusinessgolfcourse.com and just look at the upcoming schedule of the webinars there. And in five hours, we can teach you how to use golf for business. And by the next day, you can make more money. And that's it. What do you think is easiest to teach somebody really quickly, putting well or chipping well? I think both, actually. I really think that I can get someone to actually chip the ball pretty well um, because there's such easy techniques out there for absolute rank beginners. And uh, it it does not take a lot to putt well uh, if if you give them only the information that is necessary. Don't confuse them. What always happens is people say too much. Yeah. Yeah, gets and, a little, uh, little bit going they, on. They, that's the that's one of the biggest things. So somebody comes to me who's an absolute rank beginner, and if I handed him a putter, and I just said go do, all I would do was make sure that what they did was consistent, and they could control the speed. Once they do that, now I just teach them how to read a green. Sounds good to me, man. Maybe you could teach me how to read a green someday. I would need it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, you do. Learn how to chip, learn how to read a green, do whatever you need to do to just have more fun when you go play some golf. A little bonus content this week. We go back to March of 2017 for a quick fix episode from Jeff where he explains exactly how to make sure your driver head is aligned correctly so your chances of hitting a straight drive are vastly improved. And the golf guys are here again. John Ashton, Jeff Smith, and Trevor producer Mark Hunter. You miss it? Check it out. Archived every show at audioboom.com. And uh, you can also check us out thoseweekendgolfguys.com. Uh, Facebook. A lot of good Facebook Live stuff coming up. So you want to be um, alerted to what's happening, just go to facebook.com slash golfguys and follow us or like us or whatever it is you're supposed to do. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do that too. We'd allow it. We're at WKND Golf Guys. You know, a lot of people say, yeah, you're showing off. You, hit, you, you shot a 77 and you just want the world to know about it. Damn straight, I want the world to know about it. 
that's not really the crux of what I'm trying to tell you. The crux of what I'm trying to tell you is that my co-host here, Mr. Jeff Smith, is one heck of a golf instructor. Because if he can make, make me shoot a 77, who knows, next, maybe even Mark will shoot a 77. <laughs> nah, maybe. Sure he can. Sure he can. He puts his mind to it. He already hits a ball straighter. And, and doesn't refuse to answer the phone when it's 48 degrees and raining. <laughs> Um, but He's but I shooting seventy seven and forty eight. <laughs> With the driver, and and we're going to have to get together because I'm still hitting my drives with a, a leftward bias. Will will that Curveball change? Ball bias or as a linear left kind of bias? Uh, no, it's it's a curving left bias. Well, it depends. Sometimes it just curves that way. Sometimes it goes straight, hits the middle of the fairway and then bounces that way <laughs> which really ticks me off i mean when you hit a great drive and the guys go oh great drive right down the middle oh oh stop boom there you are in the in the rough on the left and then sometimes it's just oh big tree there you go but is is that because the club head you think is is offset would it would it be easier if i went and bought a new driver that was straight oh it's very possible Okay. I also know that you're trying to get me to say something so you have the permission to go get a new driver. Yeah, I was, I was just, just let me throw money at it and I'll be fine, man. That's right. I understand that. Good. I just want to make sure that everybody understands that in our listening audience. That may not be the easiest way to fix it is what you're telling me. But it what might not be the cheapest way to fix it. What, I'm, what telling, I'm telling you. What, what I'm hearing is go get the driver and then come on up and I'll show you how to use it. Yeah, it's yeah. cheaper. Okay, that'll work. But I have noticed that... I mean, Some really, people, seriously, $60 for a golf lesson for me yeah. is a whole lot cheaper than $400 for a driver. I'm not paying $400 for a driver for anybody. I, uh, I have noticed, however, that when some people set up, they, they set up their driver with the sole of the club on the ground. And then other people set up with just the heel on the ground and the toe elevated so that the club head itself is at an angle. Yeah. And I've noticed you do it a lot at the angle setup. I do. What's the difference? What's the difference? What's the thought process behind the difference? What's the result of the difference? Okay, so here we go. Uh, a lot of times people think they look at their club face and they think it's actually straight when it's actually a little bit left. Mm -hmm. And they don't quite realize that. Okay, when you say so, people, you mean me, right? Well, <laughs> no, you, you fall under the heading of people. Okay, yeah, yeah sure. all right. I got you. Okay. But we might as well pick you out of the crowd because you're here and we're talking about you. Yeah, pick on me. Go ahead. I'm very okay. pickable. So other than the mustache, um, mm -hmm. you know, we can pick on you about your, your club face being you know, pointed to the left of where you think it is. So I think you have a little bit of a perspective issue. Yeah. Now, again, you've mentioned the fact that you have an offset driver. Yeah. Which means if you picked it up, put your hands on it, stuck it right out in front of you, like brought it up to chest high and stuck it out in front of you mm -hmm. with your arms fully extended. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet right now that club face is twisted to the left. Mm -hmm. And you think it's probably pretty straight. Mm -hmm. So here's what I want you to do. Okay. Do exactly what I just said. Mm -hmm. Put your hands on it normally. Pick it up chest high. Point your arms as far out as you can reach. And then take a look at the, on, on the club face, the top line of the club face, from the center of the club all the way back down to the hosel. Okay. I guarantee you that that angle right there is angled a little bit left. Okay. You want that angle straight up and down. Okay. Which Promise. means it, it will look like it's, when I put it back behind the ball, it looks like it's pointed to the pointed, right. Pointed to the right. <clears throat> a little bit. Yeah. Okay. And then what would happen is I would come and put my little thing on, stick the magnetic thing on the club face. Yeah. And show you where it really is. And right. You'd go, wow, I have a problem. Like, yeah, yeah. it's a perspective issue. It is. You think it's one thing and it's really something else. Yeah. So it's kind of like you being fashion blind, where you think the things that you wear go together, and they really don't. It's like my problems discerning between, um, between green and blue and pink and red. Uh, I'm not colorblind. I'm just color dumb. <laughs> Color challenge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I will I will try that. But what what is the difference between the the sole on the ground and just the heel? What do you mean by sole on the ground and just the heel? Well, like setting up the driver so that it's laying flat on the ground behind the ball. Yeah, so or setting it up so just the heel of the, the club. Middle. You'll pull the handle to the middle. 
mm-hmm. and then the club face will be angled to the left as the club is sold on the ground. Mm-hmm. And what you're going to want is you're going to want the you're going to want your handle slightly out in front. You have an offset driver, right? So the face kind of sits behind the handle. Yeah. Well, when you pull the handle, what you perceive is equal with the face. You've twisted the handle left, so you need to shove the handle out in front a little bit okay. so the face angle is actually straight, and then put your hands on it. Oh, okay. And then when you deliver it, the club face is a whole different angle than what you were thought about. And what you see in me doing that, I don't even have an offset driver, and yet I do that some. Because I know that my club face comes into impact, and it is in the process of rotating to the left. Uh-huh. And I like my balls that start out slightly right, because I swing farther right, and so that way I get a nice little draw, and it makes people mad. Yeah. Well, I like a nice little draw. Yeah. It's the nice little part I'm trying to get a hold of. <laughs> right. So what you need is you need your ball to start out slightly to the right and swing just slightly further right mm-hmm. so it will come back to the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I need. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And it's just a question of perspective. A lot of times it is. So wow. I know that you think, oh, well, I got enough information. I can do this without even driving up to see Jeff and paying him the $75 to come get a lesson, which is a lot cheaper than a new driver. Okay, why did the price go up $15? (laughs) (laughs) Had to make it worthwhile. (laughs) I'll pay you $75, but I'm deducting the gas, buddy. You keep keep me talking. (laughs) Be a hundred and a quarter by the time we're done, buddy. (laughs) Still a bargain at twice the price. (laughs) So, I mean, you've seen the swing. How how many times when someone hits hits the ball – uncontrollably or unpredictably right or left, let's put it that way. Um, is it swing plane or is it just that the head is not where they perceive it to be correctly? Some of each. Okay. Some of each. You know, for let's, let's use Mark for an example. Okay. Mark's a very much a repeater of his golf swing direction. Yeah. So he's very predictable. Yeah. So his would be more face than it would be swing plane and path. Right. But for those of you who are out there who are unpredictable and their swings are similar but not the same and their their, uh, body aim is similar but not the same, Mm -hmm. you're going to be unpredictable in which way you deliver the club into the ball and in which case it's a whole lot more than just club face angle alone. Okay. Because sometimes, you know, Mark is such a predictable swinger that you could bet because he lines up the same way all the time. He puts his hands on the same way all the time. His swing is in balance and in rhythm, pretty much the same thing all the time. It goes through about the same angle at the same time. He is much more of a predictable golfer. Mm-hmm. And all I have to do with a guy like Mark is to get him to do it just a little bit faster. Yeah. Or a lot faster, whatever the case may be. Well, yeah. just a little bit in his case. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And hit the center of the face because then it would just go, you know, like as far as what you're hitting it now. And then you're going to be bent out of shape. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He knows me well. (laughs) First first thing's going to happen is you're going to feel like you lost distance (laughs) because there's no way that you could get caught. Oh, we'll just insist, Mark, come back from the ladies' tees. (laughs) Okay. But as far as as the – perception and and the alignment and whether you know it's perception of of club head uh, angle or swing plane and stuff uh, consult your local pga professional i guess that's the crux of this whole thing is you know come on guys just give it up and go take a lesson yeah find a good teacher really i mean just seek it out it's worth it to go find a good teacher and you know if you if you don't live in an area where there's a, a a teacher that you really find to be a good teacher, just then get on $5golfclub.com right. and, and, and check, check out some of the videos. Send me a message on Facebook. You know, I do the Jeff's Quick Fix thing. We do it a lot, and I, and I get contacted by a lot of our listeners. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, we're setting up a, a Skype session. And next thing you know, we're, I'm working on fixing something on a golf swing. So if you can't find somebody that's local, right. you know, find me. You can, you. you can work with Jeff directly, even if long distance. And we will go through and, and let you know when the next Quick Fix webinar is going to be and a whole lot of more good – whole lot of more – whoa. Where'd I learn to talk? <laughs> <laughs>
I'm not sure. We'll be right back. Mm. You checked out our Facebook page yet? It's facebook.com slash golf guys. Go there and like us. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.